What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Echoes in the Dark. I'm sorry. It's been several weeks since the last episode of the podcast, and you probably forgot about me. That's okay, because we're back, uh, and we got some stuff to talk about. Uh, most notably, what we're going to get into today is the Lord of the Rings Online Legendary Server. Now, I know this has already been announced for a while now, and I should have been able to talk about it earlier. Um, talked a little bit about it on stream, so if you did catch that stuff, uh, you probably know where I stand on it, but uh, we're going to go ahead and get into it on this. So, what is it? What is the Lord of the Rings Online Legendary Server? Uh, well, let's start off with what it is not. It is not a vanilla client. It's not a separate client at all, even. It's just a new server. It is a progression server. It is uh, a server that's running all the live stuff right now, all the quality of life improvements that you've seen over the game over the course of the years, uh, but with a with a uh, cap in place at level 50. And basically what we're talking about with that is uh, what, what the progression server. A progression server is something that is, uh, you, you start at one point and then uh, systematically over a period of time, uh, additional batches of content will unlock. And from what it sounds like at this point, we're going to get that every four months or so. Um, but I'll get back into that uh, in a little bit. The legendary server uh, is going to start with the original content of Lord of the Rings Online, Shadows of Angmar, which is going to be a, a level 50 cap, focusing on the Angmar uh, area. Uh, so I'm personally, let me get this out there is I'm excited for this. Now, why would I be excited for something that you can technically do on live with the stone of the tortoise? Well, a couple reasons actually. And one of them I've taken a little bit of heat for, and I am actually very happy that this is a VIP experience only. Now, this is not because I don't want as many people to play this as possible. That's ridiculous. I like it because it actually does give some more incentive to the VIP experience, which, let's be honest, is not that great. There's not enough there um, in a lot of cases to justify spending the money on the the experience. Now, I've never let my um, subscription lapse. I, I run the three months all the time. Um, so it's 10 bucks a month. And, you know, 10 bucks a month really is uh i i know there are people that are strapped for cash out there and you really have to be tight on your budget and you know it's great that the game has the free-to-play model for that what i don't think is that everything should just be handed out for free so this is a unique experience uh that is being provided to the vip players and hopefully it incentivizes a little bit for people to re-up their subscriptions get a little bit of revenue flow is this gonna like completely revitalize the game no no that's not gonna happen not with this anyway uh now i'm still excited for it there's a couple main reasons why i'm excited for it uh, aside from the vip experience um one of the big things i was thinking about this uh, and i tweeted it out a little bit ago so if you guys follow me on twitter you probably would have seen me talking about this is the uh, economy being normalized and what i mean by that is we're looking at a situation where everybody that joins this server is starting from zero. They're starting with zero gold. 
So your market prices are going to be different. Your um, pretty much everything is going to be different from a cost perspective. You know, uh, you, there's a lot of exploits that have been fixed over the years. Uh, for those of you who have been playing the game for a long time, you might remember a little uh, instance in Rohan called the Defense of Harwick. And what was going on in the Defense of Harwick back in Rohan days um, was that basically it was an open world instance. You would queue into it, and this is when open tapping first came out. So people were grouping up in very large groups. Usually there were several 24-person groups out there, and a majority of the people were AFK, and they would just have a tank go round up everything and everybody would just be AOEing everything to get their tags in and the loot distribution the way it worked with that before they fixed it was that you get full credit for the kill and you get full loot drop so what that really meant for a lot of people is that we get everything you know we get uh recipe drops the rare ones that were uh selling for quite a bit the other thing that meant is that people were getting an exorbitant amount of money for doing nothing because every mob kill was was still generating coin and that is what really kind of in my opinion that's really really ruined the economy in the game and kind of just trashed it for a long time to come it's because people had just so much money that they didn't care how much stuff costs and they're just buying up things at ridiculous prices and putting things up at ridiculous prices because people could afford it. Um, and so what that did to the players that didn't get to play a lot is it really outpriced them for buying certain things that they may need to uh, get themselves into a grouping situation or something like that. So uh, that unfortunately didn't only happen once. Um, it was fixed relatively quickly, but it was on long enough to do enough damage, in my opinion, to really burn out that economy. So that's why I'm excited for this server, because everybody's starting from zero, and those exploits uh, have been fixed. So that, you know, it should be a really smooth experience for that. Um, there's a couple things that, that kind of worry me about it, uh, I'll be honest. The fact that there is no PvP out of the gate... I'm kind of mixed on. Um, I think that's kind of to be expected, but I, I, I'd almost like the server to to become the the PvP server because if you think about it, it would be probably the most balanced. Maybe because if you think about it, all the the freeps, all the freeps are going to have regular armor, regular weapons, and not 20 ranks on their virtues um they're gonna have 10 so that might make it easier to balance it out because that's as close to original as you're gonna get but the only problem is that the creeps are balanced for essences and legendaries right now i say balanced with gigantic quotation marks next to it um so just think about that that's it's an opportunity, maybe. Um, get all the PvP players on one server. And I don't know. There'd always be stuff to do out there. It'd be a little bit easier to balance. Maybe take some of the server load off of the other ones. I, I don't know. I, I could, be, could be just talking out of my ass here, which is most of the time, let's be honest. Um, 
but no, I, I think there's some validity to the fact that starting at 50 you're, and we're not going to have legendaries and you're not going to have essences and um, realistically some of the older set bonuses. Um, the downside is that we are going to have the newer trait system. Uh, so we're going to have the trait trees, um, which people are, are still kind of upset about, but uh, you know what? It's, it's been how many years? It's what, 2000. 12 is when Riders of Rohan came out. So was it Helm's Deep? Did they come out in Rohan or Helm's Deep? I don't remember. Either way, it's been long enough. The trade trees aren't going anywhere, guys. So just drop it. Let's just just drop it. Uh, if, you know, on my champion, I didn't care either way. If we had the old trait system back, Cool. If we have this one, I don't care. We get to, you get to create builds and stuff like that, and actually just swap them. You know, that's a quality of life thing there. Yeah, you can go back to the bard and flip a few traits out, but you didn't have builds or anything like that. You had to remember where you put everything. I know, first world problems. But but here's the deal: is there are certain things that have happened in this game that people don't like. There's certain things in this game that people, over the course of the time, have liked. Think about the barter wallet. Think about uh, the use of mithril coins to, you know, <laughs> get through Moria a little bit quicker on that epic book that does take a long time. So there's, oh, uh, this will this will probably matter to a, a, a few of us uh, playing on the legendary server, but the inspired buff, you know, you're not going to necessarily have to find a full group of six to run Weathertop, to run... Um, Fire and ice. Um, you know, there's these six-person encounters that we had. People were just stuck on the books back in the day because they couldn't find groups to do specifically that chapter. So keep that in mind. I mean, realistically, it's that is something to be happy about, I, I guess you could say, is because we don't have to worry about these little quality of life things because they'll be there. We'll have them. And that's important. Um, so, like I said, I'm excited for the legendary server. I think this is going to be a good thing for the community. Um, give you some type of, uh, of maybe look into what this may look like. If you look at the unofficial legendary server Discord, there's there's close to a thousand people in there. Um, that's pretty good, considering how many people don't give a crap about being in a Discord and they'll join it when they want to, or they may still use TeamSpeak or, or Ventrilo or God forbid Mumble, um, or just in-game and they don't care to be in a chat. So I think that's a, that's a pretty good measuring stick of how many people we can realistically see on this server. And I think that's a good thing. Uh, like I said about the economy, I think that's going to be good. Crafting is going to be relevant. Um, and you know what? This may be a testing ground. Okay, yeah, we, we get this server to come out. This may be a testing ground for things to come in the game and in the community. What, how well is this received? What are people doing with it? How many people are playing it? And how many people are experiencing these th certain things? So definitely give the feedback on it. Because if you like the experience, talk about it. Post it up on Twitter. Post it up on Facebook. Post it up on the forums. 
you know, make it visible that you're enjoying it. Um, and likewise, if you, if it's not what you expected or you want something different, make sure that's, that's heard. Um, you know, a lot of us are surprised we got this in the first place, let alone what it actually is going to turn out to be. So I don't know. I, I think, I think this is going to be pretty cool. I've had a lot of people hitting me up on, on Twitter and on the stream and everything like that. And wanting to know what my opinion is on it and asking if I'm going to be playing and if there's going to be a kinship. The answer to all those questions is yes. I'm definitely going to be playing on it, probably exclusively for a little while at least. Um, you know, we are going to have a kinship over there. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty convinced I'm, I'm going to bring back the Lorien Alliance, which is the kinship that I helped run back in Shadows of Angmar on Elendilmir, RIP Big E. Uh, so that's what I want to do with that. If you're listening to this podcast and you're going to play that legendary server, you absolutely have a spot in that kinship. Um, you know, obviously there's no PVP involved, so it's going to be a PVE group. I mean, I'm not looking to do festivals and stuff like that. I'm looking to do the PVE content again. Um, you guys may have heard me talk about this before, but Shadows of Angmar and Into Mines of Moria were the best times I've ever had in a video game, period. Um, I learned a lot about playing MMOs. I learned about uh, cooperative play and and really learning what my class was about. And um, so that, that was... And I've made some damn good friends. Now, not to say I haven't made good friends in other points of the game, but I made some damn good friends during that period of time. And some of them are, are still ones that I play with, like Brant, for example. I uh, got to hang out with him at TwitchCon. We went on a family vacation together and all that stuff. I met him in-game 10 years ago. And and so that's the type of lasting impression that Shadows of Angmar had on me. And that's why I, I know I'm not going to get that experience again, you know, because this is going to be a different experience so I, I'm not hanging my hat on it's going to be a vanilla experience. I know that's not the case. And if anybody is out there thinking that this is going to be a vanilla experience, and what I mean by that is Shadows of Angmar, as it was in Shadows of Angmar, you need to get that out of your head right now because that's that's not what this is. It is a progression server. But back to the point is we are going to have a lot of fun with this. You know, yes, we know how all the fights work and how the mechanics work and stuff like that. But there's something there. It's this kind of ethereal thing that I I can't even put it into words, really. It's, I think it's just going to be fun. You know, I, I think it's going to be an opportunity for North American and EU server players regardless of where you are to, to hop in the same server and start fresh and, and hit the cap together and build a community. I, I've heard this a little bit out there too, and I kind of want to address it, but I'm not really the person to address it, but I'll do my best. There's a lot of concern out there that this is going to just make the normal servers feel like a ghost town. Like it's already hard enough to get a group on there. Um, and I agree. Uh, I'm in a very large kinship on Arkenstone, and sometimes even there, it's difficult to get a group because people have things that they they have their own agendas of things that they want to get accomplished, and that's totally cool. Um, 
my challenge to you, if you are listening, is to use the instance finder. And I feel like that was just blasphemy even saying it. But let's just do it. Okay, so here, here's the thing. Think about it this way. This content that we're about to be doing, again, has no tier two. It has no tier three. Uh, none of it even has a... Well, the Enuminas stuff will have a challenge mode. Um, no, well, I don't know if it will or not because it's we never got to play the instance the the newer instance engine if you will with uh the instance finder and the tiers and challenges and stuff at 50 that was brought out hard modes if you remember hard modes were brought out in minds of moria and then later we we started to get the tiers so um this is a great opportunity to use the instance finder because this content isn't going to be as ridiculously class. Uh, what's the word I want to use for this? It's not going to be putting you in a spot where certain classes aren't as viable. Um, so like I said, that's my challenge to you guys. Use the instance finder on the legendary server. Um, and, and maybe we can start to, to do something with that and really give people that experience that they're wanting of, of really not wasting their time. So, um, that is that part. I think the legendary server is going to be a fantastic thing. It's going to be, um, I know it's not going to live up to people's expectations because honestly, some people are just setting their expectations way too high. And that's been the case over the last 11 years of this game. Uh, myself included. I, you know, I've got my, the bar set pretty high for certain things that I expect. And those are things that I know that are never going to be met. That can't be met. That's okay. It's perfectly fine. I just think that when it comes down to it, if you if you don't have an answer for something, that's okay. Just say, you know, we don't have an answer for that right now. Don't just ignore the question or the problem. Uh, acknowledge it. Hear it. And address it to some extent, at the very least. Um, I think that's where people get into a lot of trouble is they just ignore it. And people feel slighted when when stuff is ignored and it could be a very simple question or it could be a very complex question that might not be able to be answered in that time frame or you might not be asking it to the right person at that time but i think um acknowledging everything to some degree is a very important thing when it comes to communication and i think we're in a spot right now where there's a lot of things that are changing they're constantly evolving in this game and the it kind of feels like it's accelerating a little bit. And right now, I think that it's a spot where we might need a little bit more of that. Vastin has done a fantastic job of, of getting in there and really like owning situations and mistakes and telling us what's going on with certain classes or, you know, a bug that may have been found and, you know, fixed. But, oh, well, we fixed that and it did kind of find this other stuff. And from the way it sounds, there's a lot of digging into old code. And it does sound like Vastin has the best interest in in what is being done here. 
and I think realistically that's our best shot at getting a good game. There's just a lot of back end work that's being done to fix core components. And you know, is it going to fix the game? I don't know. It may be enough. I don't know. Um, now I, I do want to point this out that <laughs> I don't know that if, if it's a coincidence or not that we've seen a lot more movement and a lot more communication after the Athlon Games announcement back in September. There's been a lot more things happening and a lot more movement. It seems like we're getting a few more of those things that people are asking for and what the community is wanting to do. So I don't know. I don't know if that is a... um, I don't know if that's a real thing or if I'm just... uh, I, I, I just don't know. I don't know if that's something that I'm just I've got in my head or not, but it seems like that stuff has kind of picked up after that announcement. Um, which, by the way, we haven't heard any more news on that, which is kind of depressing because the website is up and it's it's all about the Lord of the Rings uh, MMO, the Middle Earth MMO, and it's been well, let's see, October, November, so two months and. We haven't heard anything else, and I don't really expect us to at this point, but uh, it would be nice to get some little little nuggets out there, little tidbits of information, teasers, if you will, or just something, uh, just to keep rem- reminding people that it's out there. Um, but no, like, uh, just uh, we're going to kind of wrap up the legendary server talk here and just kind of recap it. Uh, I think the legendary server is a great idea. Um, I, it may not be the best execution of it. Um, there's, there's a few more, um, details I would have liked to see kind of either negated or wrapped up, um, just like no store at all and just get it as close that you can to, to the original experience within the bounds and confines of the technology that you have. Um, that that's kind of my only thing, but I still think I'm going to have a blast playing on it and, and doing the old stuff again. Um, number two, like I said, it, we do have the, there is the unofficial discord. Um, there is also, uh, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff on my discord. So if you go over to my Twitch channel, there's a link, you can just click on it. It'll join it. There's no password or anything like that. Uh, just be a part of the community. Definitely join up on the live streams as well. You know where to find me on that twitch.tv slash bloodborne. Um, anytime I'm going to be streaming over the next, like I said, foreseeable future, it's going to be the legendary server. And I, I certainly want you guys to feel that you are more than welcome to come in and be a part of that. Um, certainly want to build a community around this. And I, cause I think it's going to be a good thing and it's going to be a lot of fun for a lot of people. A lot of people didn't get to experience this content at its cap that are currently playing. And so it's going to be, Nice to see that. Um, yeah, and the only thing, like if any of you guys from Standing Stone Games listen to this podcast, the only thing I would still recommend is six months instead of four months. Four months, I think, personally, is too quick to go to the, the next expansion. Because um, realistically, you'd be looking at three expansions a year versus two. Um, that's my two cents please do six months instead of four months. Um, with that being said, I'm going to move on to something else here. Uh, and then we're going to wrap up. I haven't really heard too much more about 
Ashes of Creation, other than that they're just still humming along in, in development. Um, I didn't get to catch their last live stream, but uh, I'm still kind of loosely keeping tabs on that. Uh, like I said, with the Athlon Games, Lord of the Rings MMO, um, haven't really heard any more details out on that other than the Dave Miller interview that was a couple days after the announcement. Um, I've been playing a little bit of uh, Battle Royales again on the side, not on stream. But we've been playing some uh, some Fortnite and some Call of Duty Black Ops. Um, kind of get my PvP fix in, even though it's a shooter, it's not an MMO. I uh, have not been playing WoW as much. Um, we were in a situation where we had the... A lot of the, the players that we were playing with, their schedules just started not lining up as well. And so people were doing uh, the raids or their M plus runs uh, at different times. And so we just couldn't really, we just really couldn't line up the way we wanted to. Um, also, believe it or not, I just don't think PVP is in a good spot in that game right now. There's a lot of imbalance and there's just in arena. There's just way too many stuns in CC. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. It's not that there's too much. There's just not enough counters. Again, my opinion that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, i trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to really hit on with that other than uh, I knew I was going to talk mainly about the legendary server and, and making sure that everybody knew that they were good uh, to join up with us and be a part of it. Um, certainly check into it. Uh, like I said, it's VIP, so I'm just I'm just back talking to it. Can you tell I'm excited about it? I just I just want to keep talking about it. Um, you know, oh, um the wow classic wow classic uh which is a true vanilla experience is going to be out in summer of 2019 so we've got plenty of time to do uh stuff in lord of the rings on the legendary server do any progression on there and kind of move forward with that um oh extra life extra life uh if you guys remember the last podcast we did it was uh pretty well before extra life was happening um as of right now We've got uh, a lot of donation stuff that's going in behind uh, behind the scenes, but uh, front facing, um, you may have seen the tweet that I put out. We did about seven thousand eight hundred dollars for uh, Cincinnati Children's Hospital, which is pretty awesome. Um, which I think that brings the total that I've done close to I want to say fifteen thousand dollars towards Cincinnati Children's Hospital over the four years that I've done it. Um, but there is a lot of stuff that is potentially coming in on the back end of that from um, company matches, from people that use uh, gifting and matching portals and things like that. We've been able to work out a few details to hopefully get some people um, their participation time and things like that matched. Definitely their donations matched. Um, what that's really going to be, though, is that it depends on where they're located. So if if someone donated directly to my channel or my participation uh, page when I was live, that would definitely go directly to Cincinnati Children's Hospital. If by chance you are in say California and you get a match on your time or something like that, what would happen with that is it would go to your local because the event itself is being held through Extra Life, not Extra Life Cincinnati or Cincinnati Children's Hospital. So any of the matched amounts would end up going to Extra Life as a 
as an organization and that would get filtered down based on i believe zip code uh to your local hospital that is within the children's miracle network of hospitals so keep that in mind um but all in all just kind of a rough guess from this event that we just did on november 3rd we're easily going to clear ten thousand dollars raised uh high side we might be closer to 12 or something like that so um keep an eye out on twitter and stuff like that i'll do my best to to keep you guys updated on there as best i can and uh kind of go from there um it was a lot of fun we did play wow for 24 hours and uh, we rolled a bunch of goblins Uh, we had four people playing which was was fun it was a lot more enjoyable than uh than running it solo like i've done in the past it actually made the time fly by a lot faster and it was a lot more fun and there was a lot of participation we got some uh, really big hosts from uh from some folks in the community and then we also got um cincinnati extra life put us up at the time warp uh cards and games event and so we got a, a pretty big showing from that too so it was very well represented and i want to thank anybody that was involved with it whether you were a viewer, whether you were a broadcaster or streamer with me, uh, if you donated, if you uh, hosted, rated, anything that you did that was that directly affected the extra life stream that we did on November third, I want to thank you personally for that. Um, it is an awesome thing that we get to do as gamers to help sick kids, and um, if you guys are parents out there. You know how scary that shit can be when your kid's not feeling good and you don't know how to fix it. And uh, it can be even scarier if you don't have the funds to take care of it. And so helping to provide, you know, kids with treatment or parents with funds to be able to take care of their kid, that is awesome. And um, that's why I will continue to do that every year because you never know when you might fall in hard times and you might not be able to take care of 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 someone you love or your kids or uh anything like that so you know it it is kind of a pay it forward i feel at this point it's almost i don't want to say an obligation because that's that's got a negative connotation in this particular instance Uh, i almost feel it's like a duty at this point like not like a civic duty but like maybe like a moral obligation because i have the the ability and the capacity and the tools to do it I feel like I have to, in a good way, do it, you know, cause there's people that need it. And so I will continue to do it every year. And, uh, I definitely have to thank my wife too, cause she tolerates me playing video games for 24 hours. And, uh, so I definitely have to thank her for that because if, uh, if she wanted to, I mean, I, I, I she could just say no. And I mean, I can't say no to that, but thankfully she's very supportive of what I do. And, uh, even though you guys don't see her on stream and everything like that, cause I, I stream when she goes to bed, um, I spend what time I have available after family stuff is done with all of you guys. And, um, you know, I, I wouldn't trade anything that I do for anything. Um, you know, I've, I'm, I've been very fortunate and I'm very thankful for everything that I've been given an opportunity to do. And I really want to continue to push everything that I do forward. 
whether it be things in my personal life, whether it comes to a stream, um, you know, we still want to get our channel partnered. You know, that's still a goal that's out there. Um, and I know every one of you guys that watches the stream, you deserve everything that comes along with a partnered channel. It's not me being partnered. It's that channel and you guys are the channel. So, um, I, I genuinely don't like to ask for things, um, unless I need help and getting this channel partnered is something I need help with. Um, and I don't want to say it like really kind of sappy emotionally, like I need help, but you guys are what make the experience on that channel. It's not me. You know, I, I'm, I'm there. I, I, I host it and I kind of, uh, I don't know how to put this into words. I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of like just spewing words at this point as they come to my head, but it really is not about me. It's about you guys and the experience that we create as a group. Um, because I could do the same thing and just make it a YouTube video, but it wouldn't be the same because you guys wouldn't be involved. You guys are what make a Twitch broadcast worth it. You are what make it fun and you are definitely what makes it entertaining and enjoyable for me. So again, I want to thank all you guys for that. And I really hope that some point in the future, we will have that purple check mark next to the top of the channel. And we will know as a community that we have succeeded in the next step. That is not the end goal. There's a lot more that I want to do with that. And with things like collaboration with other, with other streamers and whatnot, obviously I'm not limited to that right now. Uh, that certainly helps and opens the door with certain things. But again, that is, uh, I've just rambled for like 10 minutes. That's okay though. That's, that's part of the experience when you come to a, uh, this show or the live shows or anything like that. You get, you get a little, uh, you get a little rant here and there. It's all right. Apparently you guys like it. Um, so yeah, I think, I think I've covered uh, everything that I wanted to cover today. Um, it is the night before legendary servers go live. So by the time you guys hear this, it will be live most likely. Some of you guys stay up pretty late, so you might be hearing this as soon as it posts. I don't know. But as with anything, um, let me know feedback. I always say it. I'm a big boy. I can handle it. If you got negative feedback for me, that's great. That helps me make a better product for you guys. Better shows, better live streams, better content. I'm all about it. Um, if there's stuff you want to see, if there's stuff you want to hear, if there's particular topics you want me to talk about, uh, certainly email me bloodbornemmo at gmail.com. Send an email over there with what you want on the show. If it's something that I feel would be uh, helpful or you know entertaining, we'll certainly do it. I think that'd be fun. Um, that being said, I think I'm going to get off here. So again, thank you guys all for hanging out and listening to the show. And I will uh, get back on, on task here. I, oh, one minor detail. It's not really minor. minor it's kind of major. 
next couple months, obviously it's holiday season. Things are going to get busy. Um, the schedule that I have posted is, is not going to be necessarily accurate. I get super worn out at work, uh, and coming home when it's dark out, you know, you guys know how it is. You get tired, right? Well, here's the deal. I'm trying to buy a house and sell my house, uh, heading into the busy season at work and that, yeah, trying to do all this stuff is very challenging. It is very time consuming things. And I, I, I certainly, when I sit down at the end of the night and I look at what I want to do, if I can't give you my best, I don't want to do it. I don't want to stream just for the sake of streaming because people come in and look at that and it's just not good. So I want to give you the best that I have. And if I can't offer that, I don't want to do it. So I hope, I hope that is okay by you guys. Um, if not, I'm sorry, but that's, that is the way that's going to be. If I get home and I'm tired and all that stuff and I'm not going to be able to put on a good show for you guys, I, I'd rather not. And the same with this show is if I can't sit down and make a good show, I I just, I'd rather skip it and do it another time that it's going to be awesome for you guys. So, um, keep an eye on Twitter, just at bloodborne. You'll see any of the updates. If, uh, if things aren't going to be happening or impromptu things are going to be happening, that's where you're going to find it. So see you guys in the streams, twitch.tv slash bloodborne. Follow me on Twitter at bloodborne. There's a Facebook, facebook.com slash bloodborne one. I know, right? And uh, thanks, guys, for listening. See you next time.